Give yourself goosebumps number three, Trapped in Batwing Hall by R.L. Stein. Choose from over 20 different scary endings. Join the horror club. Being the new kid in school is no picnic. At your old school, you had tons of friends, but now you don't even have one. Then you meet Nick. He asks you to join the horror club. The horror club meets in an old mansion known as Batwing Hall. It's dark. It's spooky, and it's where your adventure begins. The members of the horror club are going on a scavenger hunt. If you join the red team, you find out the truth about your new friends. They're actually monsters. One is a green-skinned reptile. Another is a hulking giant. If you join the blue team, you get turned into a furry-faced vampire bat. The choice is yours in this scary Goosebumps adventure that's packed with over 20 super spooky endings. Listener beware, you choose the scare. Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. Trapped in Batwing Hall. I feel like that description in the back of the book told us a lot. It probably told us too much. Because now I know what happens if I choose Team Red or Team Blue. Well, you choose the scare. Wow, I can't believe I'm trapped here in Batwing Hall. Why don't you tell the listeners about what this book looks like? Oh my gosh, what a gorgeous book. Did Misha get us this? Yes. Thanks, Misha. I think so. This one has glitzy, chunky gold Hologram. Gold sparkles. Gold sparkles. And there is a very angry bat. Those are some flared nostrils. There's a bat that's swooping down with red eyes and ten talons that are coming our way. And bitch, this bat is mad. Yeah, that's one mad bat. Wow. The it's cut it the the colors in the back of the book and sort of where it's not gold and sparkly are like uh I don't know, a dusty peach and a... a, And a smooth purple. And it's very smooth. Very smooth. Yeah, if you walk past the color purple and you don't stop and look at it, God is pretty mad. That's... I forget the exact quote. Well, that's, that's close. Close enough. Okay, so I guess it's time to join the horror club. Well, it is time. I just want to put this in context. This book came out in December 1995. Wow. Which was the same month as Goosebumps number 38... The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. Ooh, I was so cold. So I hope you're feeling wintry as you listen to this. So Daniel is going to, as you as you re- may remember, Daniel's going to read Trapped in Batwing Hall, and I get to make the decisions this time. And Matthew gets one death. 
I get one death and then the second death is it. And and so if you if you look at the timestamp right now, you know how long it, time I have before I die. Could be five minutes, could be an hour. But we'll as see. we're recording this, we have absolutely no idea. So I don't know what's going to happen. Here we go. I mean, I know what's going to happen if I choose red or blue because of the back of the book. Already spoiled it. I know, spoilt. Making friends in your new town is harder than you thought. Oh. The kids in your school are members of the horror club. Ooh. They have their meetings after dark in Batwing Hall. Oh. A rundown house that's haunted by the ghost of Professor Krupnik. When the horror G Officer Krupnik, Krup, Krup you. When the horror club decides to play a spooky game, you really want to join in. I do. I really do. It's so hard to make friends here. But then you find out that you'll have to search the professor's cursed crypt in the cemetery. Okay. Or face an ancient mummy, a witch, and a hungry werewolf. Or the terrifying ghost of Professor Krupnik himself before the night is through. Wait, I'm so overwhelmed. So, so far what we have is there's a horror club at the new school that's in a place called Batwing Hall. If I choose the red team, I already know that they're monsters. If I choose the blue team, I become a vampire. But I also have to go find Officer Krupke's crypt and find him out dig him out of his crypt for some reason. There's also a mummy, a witch, and a vampire, and what was the last part? A hungry werewolf. Oh, okay. So we're just throwing all the horror spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. Well, here we go. Let's see if you make the right choices. I don't know. Time to give yourself goosebumps. Oh, I'm so cold. This town stinks. Ew, it's fr- landing. It's Friday afternoon, the end of your first new week at your new school. Your family just moved to this town last month. And so far, no one at school has even tried to be your friend. Bitch. Day after day, you sit in class waiting for someone to talk to you. When is someone going to talk to me? Waiting and staring at all the strange faces around you. These are such strange faces. How can you possibly go through the year without any friends, you wonder? You're cool. You know you are. You had tons of friends at your old school. I'm hot shit. You trudge home slowly. All you have to look forward to is a boring weekend of watching TV with your parents and your bratty little brother. Oh, he's such a little bitch. Then something hits the back of your jacket. Ow. You whirl around. <gasps> a pebble drops onto the ground. You glance up and notice a brown-haired boy about your own age. Wait a second. Who threw that pebble? Hi, he calls out. I'm Nick. Hi, Nick. You reply and introduce yourself. We're in the same class at school, Nick says. That's funny, you think. You don't remember seeing him there. But I haven't seen no Nick. You smile anyway. Okay. You're so happy someone is finally talking to you. Especially a cute boy. I live there, Nick tells you. He points to a two-story greenhouse on the next block. You gaze back at him, shocked. <gasps> but you can't live there, you exclaim. There's no way. What do you mean I can't live there, Nick asks, laughing. <laughs> I know my own house. You say, I live next door. You point to the red brick house next to the green one. The greenhouse has been empty all month. There haven't been any lights on, no cars in the driveway. Wait a second. The ghost next door. Uh, I was on vacation with my family. We got back last night, Nick says. What do you think of school? Um, okay, I guess, you reply. You're afraid to say anything more. You never know. Maybe this kid, Nick, actually likes school. Can you believe how much homework our teacher gave us this weekend, Nick complains. He kicks a stone down the street to Yeah, what's our teacher's name, Nick? All the kids who had Mr. McCormick last year say he's really tough and mean. A total monster. You agree. The next thing you know, Mm. you and Nick are comparing favorite rock groups and comic books. And dicks. Both of you collect Spider-Man comics. Yeah, we do. Nick has all the first issues from the last five years. Now, where did you get those? The last five years. Yeah. Comics are cool, Nick says. But do you know what's even cooler? What, you ask? Horror stories, Nick exclaims. In fact, I... He stops talking and stares at you. What, you ask? What about horror stories? What about... What's going on, Nick? It's 
probably too way too scary for you, Nick replies. Nothing's too scary for me, you mm-hmm. boast. You don't even know me. That's because you've never been to the horror club, Nick says. You're a little bitch. What's that? Nick grins. It's a club I belong to. You've got to be really brave to be a member. When we met, when we meet, we tell spooky stories really scary. I'm brave. Cool, you reply. I love scary stories. Can I join? If you think you can handle it, Nick says. I we, can. We meet every Friday night at Bat Wing Hall. Ooh. <laughs> That's the deserted house at the dead end of our street. It was old Professor Krupnik's house. <laughs> I've seen the house. It looks haunted, you tell Nick with a laugh. Don't laugh, he warns you. It is haunted. Haunted for real, you ask? For real, Nick replies seriously. That's why we picked it. Some of the scary stories I've ever heard happened at Batwing Hall. Like what? Like the story of the kids on Halloween night, Nick says. They were all dressed up. Trick or cheating. They rang Krupnik's doorbell. A figure dressed all in black answered, and the kids were invited inside. Only they never came out. What happened, you ask breathlessly. Nobody knows, Nick replies. But late at night, you can still hear the kids' screams. Horrible screams. And when the moon is full, some people say they've seen little creatures in monster costumes roaming about inside the house. so much information. Trapped. Forever. Wow, great story, you say. It's not a story, Nick tells you. Being a member of the horror club can be dangerous. Very dangerous. He pauses and then adds, Today is Friday. We meet tonight. Do you want to come? What do you think? Will you risk it and go to the horror club tonight? Turn to page 17. Say thanks anyway and go to page 91. I'm going I'm going to fucking go tonight. Page 17. I guarantee you, though, even if you chose the other one, it would, it would bring you right back. The horror club sounds great, you tell Nick. Count me in. I'll meet you in front of your house at 9 o'clock, Nick says. You agree and say goodbye. Then you rush into your kitchen to find your parents. You tell them you made a friend, and you've been invited to a club meeting. Um... They're so happy for you. Of course, you don't tell them that the meeting is in a deserted, boarded-up old house. At 9 o'clock, you join Nick under the elm tree in your front yard. A skinny, fidgety girl with messy, long, dark hair waits with Nick. This is Debbie, he tells you. She's is it me- E-I-E or Y? I-E. I-E. She's a member of the club, too. Hi, Debbie says. You can barely see her face under all her thick hair. Hey there, Debbie. And she always seems to be squirming about. Same. You wonder, what's with this strange girl? Strange bitch. You follow... <laughs> you follow I'm your, just kidding. You follow your new friends up the hill to the end of the long, dark street. The farther you go, the fewer houses there are. At the end of the road, all the streetlights are out. The sky is pitch black. If it weren't for Nick's flashlight, you'd probably trip over your own feet. There it is, Nick says, pointing. Batwing Hall. Oh, I can't believe I'm finally here. I've been waiting for so long. A huge dark shadow looms at the end of the street. It's the mansion. You stop walking and gaze up at it. Nick shines his flashlight at the old house on the hill. Batwing Hall is a two-story, old-fashioned house. All the windows that aren't boarded up are broken. Loose shingles flap from the roof. Paint peels from the weathered sides of the house. It looks as if no one has lived there for hundreds of years. You climb up to the sagging porch with Nick and Debbie. Tall, overgrown trees and bushes cast eerie shadows across the deserted lawn. Ooh. Isn't this place awesome? I think it's hot. It's Debbie sexy. whispers to you. Really cool, you agree. This house has been empty for two years, Nick tells you, ever since crazy old Professor Krupnik died. <laughs> no one will buy it because it's haunted, Debbie explains. You notice she's chewing nervously at the ends of her long hair. Yuck. She would. The front door was boarded up until we figured out how to pry it open, Debbie says. She points to the large wooden door. Let's go. You take a step forward. Stop, Nick shouts. Get down. Now, if you do as Nick says, hurry to page 19. If you ignore him and head for the door, go to page 85. I'm going to get down now, page 19. 
All right. What is it, you cry as your body hits the ground? We've got to be careful, Nick. Let the bodies hit the floor. If anyone catches us going in the front door, we could be in big trouble. We're not really allowed in here. You nod and watch Debbie as she squirms and glances around nervously. You wonder why your new friends are so jumpy. You can't imagine how anyone could possibly see you in the darkness, but you figure Nick you figure Nick and Debbie know what they're doing. Why don't you just, guys just chill out? You stand and follow Nick and Debbie across the porch. Keeping as quiet as possible, you pull off... Quiet as a moose. You pull off the broken boards on the front door. You enter the dark house. Yeah, let's do it. I'm about, I'm about to be trapped in Batwing Hall, bitch. The air in the entryway is stale and dusty. That's hot. You hold back a sneeze. A Nick motions for you to follow him. You creep after Nick and Debbie down a dark hallway. Mm. The floorboards creak loudly with each step. Then you enter a big, dimly lit living room. A broken chandelier sways from the ceiling. The faded wallpaper hangs in pieces from the wall. Dirty sheets cover what appears to be an old sofa and chairs. And then you see them. Four kids sit in a circle on the living room floor. Oh my god. A big yellow candle flickers in the center. They all turn and stare at you. No one seems happy to see you. You stand awkwardly as Nick introduces you and says, This is our newest member. What are you talking about? Cries a girl with short, curly, red hair. She glares at you. I've brought a new member to the horror club, Nick repeats. Not today, exclaims a large boy with bulging arm muscles. Why not? Debbie asks, squirming next to you. Didn't anyone tell you? Asks another girl. Tonight's the special night. (laughs) You've got to get that kid out of here. We're not telling stories tonight. The plan has changed. I want to start my own horror club once we're allowed to be around other people. This sounds fun. Nick and Debbie quickly leave your side and huddle along together with the other kids. You can hear them arguing, arguing about you. Then one voice rises above the others. But today is game day. You know what that means. I don't. You suddenly call out. You're sick of standing there. You want to know what's going on. It works. All six kids stop arguing. The girl with the red hair steps forward. I'm Marcy, she tells you. There are no stories tonight. There's something strange about Marcy. (laughs) We're playing games instead, but new members can't play. That's the rule. Can't you break the rules just this one time, you ask? Come on, it's just me. These aren't ordinary games, warns the boy with large muscles. These games are scary, really scary. The scarier the better, you announce bravely. I can handle it. This starts another argument. Some kids want you to stay and play, others want you to leave. I want you to shut shut up. Debbie hurries over to your side. Through her mane of dark hair, she whispers, Go home. Go home now. But at that moment, Marcy announces, It's decided. You can stay and play games with us. Great, you say, ignoring ignoring Debbie. What are we playing? Aren't you desperate to do this? This is a haunted... This is really fun. Like, to do this as, like, at the Willow's house? Yes, this one's really fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you, like, paid to, like... Join the horror club and play Yes, and it'd be, like, a haunted interactive experience, and there's, like, six actors sitting there, and it's all for you, and you pay top dollar for it, and it would be great. This is way better than I remember it being. I think... I I, I have no memory of it whatsoever. I always thought Trapped in Batwing Hall was about, um, like, a dusty library or something. Yeah, it's like, Trapped in Batwing Hall is like a good name, but it seems like this should be called like the Tra- horror club. Like Trapped in Bat House. Like give me the the horror house. Stay out of Bat House. The game is called The Hunt, Marcy tells you. I am captain of the blue team. Nick is captain of the red team. You watch as Nick picks Debbie and a skinny boy named Connor to be on his team. Connor has short bristly hair and a very strange smell. As <laughs> Connor walks by, you decide he smells as if he's been lying in a dumpster. For the blue team, Marcy chooses a beautiful girl with long blonde hair and green eyes. Her name is Lara. She smiles shyly at you. Marcy also picks the guy in the muscle shirt. Hi, I'm Martin, the guy says, pounding you on the back. Welcome to the horror club. He laughs, then flexes his muscles. You step back. Martin's arm is bigger than your whole body. That's three on each team, Marcy announces. Our new member can join either one. 
She turns to you. It's up to you. Which team will you join? Would you rather hang out with Nick, Debbie, and Connor on the red team or get to know Lara, Marcy, and Martin on the blue team? This is such an easy decision for me. And it, it, it was before when I heard the back of the book. And it is again now. And I'm going to have to choose Big Blue. Yell it. Go. Big, Big Blue. blue. Welcome to the blue team, Marcy says with a smile. Glad you're on the team, Martin adds. He crushes your hand in a hearty handshake. So, Ouch. So what are we playing, you ask? The game is called The Hunt, Lara tells you. What are we hunting for, you ask? Marcy's voice drops down to a, to a croaking whisper. The creepiest, most <laughs> terrifying things we can find, she says. <laughs> we vote on which team finds the scariest stuff, Martin explains. If you hadn't chickened out by then, you'll become an official member of the horror club. Don't worry about me, you say. I love a good scare. Come on, Lara says. Let's get this game going. You follow your teammates outside. Marcy goes first. Her flashlight beam bounces across the overgrown yard, making weird yellow shadows. You begin scanning the yard, but Martin stops you. Not here, he says. You're the newest member. You have to pass the test. Test? You don't like the sound of that. This isn't fun. Martin grins and points across the street. You go there. The cemetery. Okay, this sounds fun. They want you to search the cemetery all by yourself? You're about to say no way, Jose, but then you figure that's just what they expect you to do. You'll show them. I can do it. You declare. I bet I'll find the winning object. You even kind of mean it. After all, if the game is won by finding the scariest stuff, then your teammates just hand you an easy score. What better place to look than a cemetery? You give your your teammates the thumbs up and hurry across the street. The cemetery is really old, and most of the gravestones are chipped and crumbling. As you stumble over a lumpy grave, you feel something grab at your ankle. You yelp and jump back. It was just a gnarled root. I knew that. The moonlight casts an eerie glow, creating strange shadows. You carefully make your way toward a small building. There's just enough light for you to read the words Krupnik Crypt, carved in stone I'm over the I'm the Krupnik Crypt. Here's your chance to impress Say your friends. Say that three times fast. I can't. You know you will find something scary inside a crypt, but do you have the nerve to enter? Yeah, bitch, I do. They don't even give you a choice. Good. You approach the heavy stone door of the crypt. Inside of Instead of a doorknob, it has a thick iron ring. Chiseled into the stone above the ring are these words, who turns the stone will grow bat bones. What could that possibly mean, you wonder? <laughs> who turns the stone will grow bat bones? A sudden movement draws your attention. Near the top of the crypt, you see a small hole about your size. While you watch, a tiny black bat flies out of the hole and flutters off into the night. Outrageous, mm-hmm. you think? Maybe you can catch a bat inside the crypt. That would win the contest for sure. But how will you get inside? The door is covered with cobwebs. Obviously, it hasn't been opened in a long time. Maybe you could climb to the top of the crypt and crawl in through the hole the bat came out of. Or maybe you should just try to pull the big stone door open. It might work. Which will you try? If you crawl in the hole, go to page 32. If you try to open the stone door, go to page 9. I'm going to crawl in the hole. Yeah, you are. You've decided to climb into the crypt through the hole. The stone wall looks way too heavy to budge. The crypt is covered with thick carvings, so it's easy to climb up to the top. You push your arms and head into the hole and start to wriggle through. It's so dark you can't see a thing. As soon as you get your shoulders through, you hear a sound that makes you freeze. Skrunk. Skrunk. It sounds as if something slimy is climbing up the wall toward you. And now you hear another sound. A low moan. There's a moaning something climbing your way. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. You try to wriggle back out, but discover you're stuck. Skrunk. 
Skrunk, the moaning thing is coming closer. You push and pull, you twist and turn, nothing. You can't budge, help, you scream, help. Your voice echoes horribly in the stone room. You begin to kick on the outside of the crypt, hoping your friends will hear you, help. It's a weird feeling to be terrified and embarrassed at the same time. You don't know which will be worse. For the moaning thing to get you, or for your friends to come to the crypt and wind up staring at your rear end. (laughs) That's it. It's the end of the story. (laughs) Skrunked. Skrunked. Okay, that was my fake out. So so let's have you, instead you'll try and pull the stone door. Yes, I'll try to pull the stone door, yeah. What a, what a. I just I, now I just have to find that page where we were. What a screecher! Because it's like I don't know what that scrunch noise was now, and um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really mind all my friends looking at my rear end sticking out. Yeah, they do it every day. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. You're gonna try to open the stone door. Yeah, I'm gonna try to open the stone door. You step into the door and grasp the ring in both your hands. It's covered with rust and cobwebs, and you have a feeling it hasn't been moved in a long time. You pull on it, but the thing won't budge. You clutch the ring even tighter and put all your weight into it. A hideous screeching noise fills the air. What is making that ghastly sound? Slowly, slowly, the heavy door, stone door swings open. Holding your breath, you tiptoe inside. You see a large casket sitting on a stone platform in the middle of the dark room. Mm, a kisket a casket. For a moment, you can't move. You stare at the casket and think, there's a dead person in there. A dead person! It's y- Officer Krupke. Yikes, something just grabbed at your hair. You brush it away and gasp. A bat flutters off into the darkness, its fangs glinting in the moonlight. Oh my god. Maybe catching a bat isn't such a great idea, you decide. You quickly search the tomb for scary stuff to bring back to your teammates, but you find nothing except dust and cobwebs. With a final glance, you leave the tomb to rejoin your friends. What? There's only one problem. You don't see them anywhere. You're all alone. Wow. Lara, you called? Martin? Marcy? The only answer is the wind rustling through the trees. Your eyes search the cemetery, but your gaze falls only on crumbling headstones. You glance across the street at the mansion, but it's completely dark. Has anyone gone home? Has everyone gone home? Another bat flies by you and decide not to wait around. You race out of the cemetery and head for home. Later that night, you don't feel very well. Your shoulders ache and your fingers feel stiff. Maybe you're getting thick. You hope not. You don't want to miss another, you want to, you don't want to miss soccer practice. You climb onto you climb into bed and drift into a troubled sleep. When you awaken a few hours later, it's still dark and you feel even worse. Maybe if you drink a glass of water, it would make you feel better. As you get up, you notice that your hands seem to be very stiff. <laughs> you glance down and see something dark between all your fingers. It must be the shadows in the room, you think. Your feet don't seem to be working very well, <laughs> but somehow you make your way to the bathroom. Hmm. You reach up to flip on the light, but the light switch isn't where it's supposed to be. Instead, it's three feet above you. Wait a second. And the bathroom mirror is even higher. What's going on? I'm so confused. I have no idea what's going on. Somehow, since you went to bed, your bathroom has grown to ten sizes times its normal size, or you've shrunk. Or I have bat bones now. I must be dreaming, you think. You climb up to the bathroom sink and stare into the mirror. The face gazing out at you from the mirror isn't your own. It's the furry face of a small, hairy creature with a short nose, huge ears, and tiny white fangs. It's the face of a bat. You wink your right eye, and to your horror, the bat in the mirror winks at the same time. The bat in the mirror is you. Wait a second. There's a girl in my mirror. I wonder who she is. The girl in the mirror. The girl in the mirror.
No, you scream. It comes out as a tiny squeak. This can't be real, you think. I've got, it's got to be a dream, right? You try to pinch yourself, but you can't with your bat fingers. You, you continue to stare at your reflection, horrified. How could this have happened? Gosh, it's, it's a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> you think back over the last evening. You try to remember every detail. You hung out with your new friends at the horror club Let's first. Let's see. Let me go back over all this There was stuff. a contest to find the scariest things. That's right. I do and remember then that. then you remember something else. Oh my gosh, it's something that sends a chill down your furry little back. I wonder what it could be. You remember the Krupnik crypt. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. Of course that's what it is. And that the only living creature you saw was the bat that flew out of the tomb. With a gnawing fear, your mind plays over the words carved in the crypt. Who turns the stone will grow bat bones. Wait, now I remember. I had completely forgotten about that, and I was so confused as to why I turned into a bat. You should have realized it was a warning, but no, you had to go ahead and turn that stupid stone. Well, I already crawled through a hole, bitch. Well, that must have been how this happened. You try frantically to remember everything about the crypt, any little detail that could help you. You picture the crypt and suddenly recall that you'd left the stone door open. Maybe if you turn the stone again, closing the door of the crypt, you'll be transformed back. Just say the magical words backwards. Yeah, I'll just do that. Should you return to the cemetery now? You're not sure you can even find it in the dark. Or would it be better to go to sleep and wait until morning? Maybe when you wake up, you'll be back to normal. Do you return to the cemetery or do you wait? I return to the cemetery because I'm a bat and like I can see in the dark, right? You decide to return to the cemetery tonight. You can't stand to be a bat another second. With a last shuddering look at your new bat self, you climb down from the sink. Then you crawl up the wall to your window ledge. Mm, go on with my bat self. <laughs> from your new shorter bat's eye view, the yard below looks very far away, even though you're only on the second floor. Well, you've got wings. Might as well try them. You're a little nervous about your lack of flight experience, but you've got no choice. You try flapping your wings, and the next thing you know, you're lifting up, 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 out into the dark night air. The wind rushes beneath your wings, and you soar higher and higher. You sneak a peek down at the yard far below, you big mistake. For just a moment, you soar skied. You forget to flap your wings. Instantly, no. instantly you begin to plummet to, the, plummet to the ground. The end. No. I'm just kidding. Frantically, you begin flapping again and manage to level out. Flying isn't as easy as it looks, you realize. You try to turn to the right, and you find yourself flying upside down instead. Then you bump into the side of a tree. Turn to the right. After some practice, you begin to get the hang of flying. Unfortunately, you made so many twists and turns while you were learning, you have no idea where you are. Oh no, how I learned to fly. How I learned to flap. There's no sign of your backyard. You don't recognize any of these houses. And where's the crypt? You don't have a clue. <laughs> to make things worse, your bat eyes don't see well enough to help you figure out where you are. I'm, I call bullshit on that. But your ears... Are a different matter. Wait, I uncall bullshit. You were working so hard learning to fly, you didn't pay much attention to your bat hearing, but now you notice that it's excellent. In fact, it's so good that if you really concentrate, you can get a clear picture of the things making sounds around you. Off to the right, you hear a big moth flapping its wings. The flapping sound sounds like soft clapping. Somehow the sound gives you a complete image of the moth. Mm. Below you, the loud humming of a mosquito sounds like a jet taking off. This is pretty cool now your super sharp ears hear something more familiar something that might help you figure out where you are you tune you turn toward the sound you see a man and a woman walking a small dog in the early morning darkness if you ask the couple for help turn to page 54 or if you decide to fly off on your own sort of page 70 <laughs> you're gonna ask the couple for help or you're gonna fly off on your own I'm afraid to make this decision because I'm afraid, of course I should fly off my own. I'm not going to ask these people for help because they're going to, they won't be able to hear me because I'll be speaking in squeaks and they're going to slap me and smack me and then whatever. But knowing R.L. Stein, 
you know, that seems like what I shouldn't do. But what if I decide to fly off by myself and then get hit by a bus immediately and then I die? Well, what you should do is not what you're gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna fly away. I'm not gonna ask them for help. All right. You've decided to find the cemetery on your own. You're a little concerned about how the couple might react to a talking bat. Yeah. You begin to fly up as high as you can go. Soon your whole neighborhood lies below you as tiny as the town in the model train set. You scan the houses and streets. You have to peer hard. Your bat vision isn't very good, but then you see it. The cemetery across the street from Bat Wing Hall. You scoop toward the cemetery. You swoop toward the cemetery, but a stiff wind blows you in the other direction. You struggle to get back on course, but you're still not very good at flying. You fight the gusty wind and finally reach the cemetery. You aim at a tree and land clumsily on the tip of a branch. Okay. You notice that the sky is beginning to grow light. You've been out all night. You yawn, then glance around the cemetery. You spot the Krupnik crypt behind some trees. You fly toward the crypt and notice that the door is still wide open. You swoop inside just as the sun begins to rise. Clang. The stone door slams shut behind you. You're trapped. But I'm not dead. You're not dead. Okay. Once again, you're in total darkness. But at least the crypt door is closed. The stone has been turned. You hope you've been turned too. Turned back into a kid. You wait a few minutes and then stretch out your arms. Your heart sinks. Your fingers are still webbed and still attached to your bat wings. Closing the crypt didn't do anything. Now you use your bat sonar to examine the inside of the crypt. You notice something you didn't see the last time you were here. There's a crack on the floor of the crypt. You swoop down to investigate. The crack is wide and deep. Deep and There's wide. a crack on the... There, there's a, uh, a crypt crack in, in the Krupnik crypt. That's right. It seems to lead straight into the ground. You find these words chiseled along the crack. Who enters here will be... Will be what, you wonder? Unfortunately, the last part of the writing has crumbled away. Still, this looks like the same writing you saw on the door of the tomb. Are the missing words transformed back? Fly into the crack on page four. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. You crouch over the crack. Your bat sonar tells you that it goes down a long, long way. Yeah, it does. It might even go on forever. Oh, wow. And you're almost afraid to imagine what you might find inside it. Oh. Still, you're a bat. I know it all. <laughs> you're trapped in the crypt. What have you got to lose? It's true. You take a deep breath to calm yourself. You do a couple of warm-up flaps of your wings. I don't need to do that. Then before you can change your mind, you dive headfirst into the crack. <laughs> <laughs> but you're no longer flying. No. Instead, you're falling. Falling straight down into the crack. What are you doing wrong? In a panic, you check your wings. To your amazement, they're gone. Those are arms flailing around. Your arms. You're a kid again. Oh my god. You don't have time to celebrate. You're, you're falling faster now and faster. Will you ever land? And will you survive the crash? And if you do, where will you be? Wow, this is the longest we've gotten. I know, give yourself goosebumps. You have to break your fall. You reach out your arms and drag your fingers along the wall of the crevice. It slows down you down a bit. Then the light begins to change and you don't have to fight so hard to slow your descent. By the time you reach the bottom, you're almost floating. You land gently on a bed of moss. You scan your new surroundings. You seem to be in a swamp. A swamp full of strange twisted trees and flitting insects. A smell of decay overwhelms you and mournful cries fill the air. You're overcome by a feeling of dread. You want to get out of this creepy place and quick. This is crazy. You run along a river bank, hoping it will lead you somewhere. What? And before you've gone far, you come to a broken sign pointing in two directions. One part of the sign points across the river to the crypt. The other part points to the path, but it's so old and weathered that it has no words left on it. Which way should you go? Follow the path or cross the river? Is this all underground? <laughs> so the choice is to follow a path, but I but it's all old and crumbled, so don't worry, it's leaving. Yes, I guess. Do, do I cross the river to get to the crypt? 
you're so you're running along a riverbank, and there you come to a sign that points across to across the river and says to the crypt. And then you have a sign pointing the other direction that set, that you can't see what it says, and it falls a path. <sighs> okay, so like the adventurer in me thinks it's more fun to go to the place where I like don't know what it is, but like I'm trying to get back to the crypt to get out. But I'm afraid once I go to the crypt to get out, I'm gonna have to cross the river, and then my ass is gonna drown, and then I'll die. Mm-hmm. So like, so what are you gonna do? Do I fuck around and find out, or do I? Try to get back to the crypt. It's up to you. This is You are giving yourself goosebumps. You choose the scare. I want to get back to the crypt, but listen, this is 2021. We've been through some shit, so I got nothing to lose at this point. Let's go to the fucking dark path and see what the hell happens. Um, you would have died if you'd crossed the river. Really? Yeah. <gasps> you follow the left-hand path along oh the river. Oh my gosh. I was picturing it a right-hand path, but... That's where, that's, my, that's where my brain is. Wow. The whole time you wonder, where am I? How will I ever get home? What Am I underground? What the hell is going on? You feel eyes on you, creatures' eyes, staring at you. You whirl around searching, but you see no one. Then you hear a sound you can't ignore. Footsteps. Heavy, heavy footsteps. The footsteps are something very big and very, very close. Thump, thump, thump. Scrunked. You freeze. The footsteps stop. You glance behind you, but all you can see is the swirling mist. Maybe it was nothing. You start up again, but so do the steps. Thump, thump, thump. They're getting closer. You don't dare look back. You try to run, but your feet sink into the marshy ground. The thing is almost right behind you. But then, just ahead, you spot a cave. You can hide in there. You race to the cave. A sign beside it says, Monster Library. You have no idea what a monster library is, but you don't care. Anything would be better than this swamp with a thing following you. You duck inside. Oh no, the thing behind you runs in two. This is crazy. A bony hand grabs your shoulder. You turn to face the thing that's got you and let out a scream. An eight-foot-tall monster is clutching your shoulder. A monster with two hideous heads. One head is blue with a yellow eye in the middle of its forehead. The other is red and has huge six-inch fangs. They are both staring at you. You pull away from the horrible creature. Doesn't it know staring is rude? Where do you think you're going, the blue head rumbles. Uh, the, the monster library, you gasp. You must have a card to enter, the redhead snaps. Sorry, I didn't know, you tell them. Besides, I'm just trying to get back home. Where is that, the redhead demands. I came here from the Krupnik Crypt, you reply. The Krupnik Crypt, the bluehead cries. Then you're in worse trouble than you think. What could be worse than being trapped by a two-headed monster? This is crazy. This is a lot. This is bat shit. Bat, trapped in bat shit hall. Yeah, there we go. That's what it's called. What do you mean, you demand? All I want to do is return to the crypt. There's only one way back there, the blue head says. And it's extremely dangerous, the red head adds. The blue head nods in agreement. You, we can tell you how to go safely on one condition, the blue head says. Come with us on a tour of the library. No one has visited us since our library was eaten by the swamp thing. Uh, has visited us since our librarian was eaten by the swamp thing. Mm. You don't seem to have a choice. You follow the monsters into the library. Okay. At first, it looks like an ordinary library filled with bookshelves, but then you glance at the books. They're all about monsters. Huh. That explains the the name of the, the library. Yeah. You see the titles, Frankenstein, Godzilla, and Dracula. You notice a monster cookbook, a monster travel book, and a monster encyclopedia. The best books are in the next room, the redhead sneers. Our favorite stories are in there. But you've stopped listening. In the corner of the room, you spot a door labeled To the Crypt. Could it be your way out? If you make a run for the crypt, to page 35, you decide to stay and wait for the monsters to help. 
page 134. <laughs> this has been a journey. Okay. The monster said, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you how to get back there. It's very dangerous, but on one condition, take a tour of the library with us. But then there's the thing that says to the crypt. Yep. See, last time I fucked around and I found out and I lived. Yeah. And now I think the fuck around and find out is going to the to the crypt thing. Or do I do I do what I said I would do and finish the tour and then they'll tell me how to get back? It's up to you. It's up to you. I'm going to finish the tour and then they'll tell me how to get back. Wait, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's up to you. I don't know. Do what? Listeners. <laughs> they can't help you. You know what's so funny is they're listening and they can see how much time is left here so they know what decision I'm about to make. <laughs> so let's see. Okay, that was my... I'll get... I'll finish the tour and... And they'll tell me how to get out. Okay. Finish the tour. Yes. You've decided to wait for the monster's help. How do you like our library? The blue head asks. It's very nice, you say. These, those are cool looking monster books. But I really need to go back home. All in good time, the redhead mumbles. Rumbles. Can you read? Well, of course I can, you answer. You wonder if the monster is going to write down directions for you. Great, the redhead cries. We love being read to. Our librarian was a good reader until she became a swamp thing snack. After you read our favorite stories to us, we'll show you how to go home. If you won't, the blue head adds, leering at you with its enormous yellow eye, we'll eat you. Are you ready? You don't have much choice, but how hard could it be to read a couple of stories? The monster leads you into the next room. Which story should I read, you ask? All of them. I knew insists it. Insists the blue head. No. The monsters point to the shelves. No. You see that they ha contain thousands of books. The rest are in the basement. The redhead adds, too bad. It looks as if you're going to be busy for a while. If you ever want to get home, you better learn to speed read the end. No! Now, I want to break the rules here. Because I could easily just turn around when they say that and run. You could. So let's say you do that. Okay. You okay. want to know what happens here? Wait, do I get to keep playing? Are we breaking the rules? Or are you just going to tell me what would have happened? I'm going to continue. I'm going to break the rules and keep reading. Okay, great. The door to the crypt might be your only chance to return home. There's something about this monster that you don't trust. Maybe yeah. it's the two heads. You need to escape fast. Our history books are over there. The red head points to the opposite wall. Geography is on the other side. The blue head booms. It points in the opposite direction. For a moment, the monster's arms become tangled, giving you just the time you need. You dash across the room and yank open the door labeled to the crypt. Then you throw yourself across the threshold and you find yourself up to your neck in warm, murky water. <gasps> Arroo! howls a hideous echoing voice who has come to the crypt of the swamp thing oh god uh, oh no it's the wrong crypt no. looming in the darkness is an enormous creature it's lumpy and moist and green slime drips from its arms and legs Ew. its mouth is lined with sharp red tipped teeth Ew. and it's marching straight towards you it looks as if this is the end but wait you have one more chance if you're okay. brave enough okay turn back now to page one that's right go back to the very beginning and join the horror club again if you dare the beginning <gasps> it's the very bottom of this page says the beginning in black bold letters so do we go back to choosing team blue or red basically if you had chosen that ending it would have given you the chance to start over but I just wanted to read that because I thought that was such a ridiculous end but that's not the ending you chose you chose the other one so you're reading forever <laughs> in the library no. <laughs> No, I thought you were going to let me go back and choose the red team. No, but I wanted you to know what you could have done. Oh, no. It's such a crazy ending. that, it, that normally, normally, listeners, at the, when you die, the very end, it says the end or end. 
And this this particular one says the beginning wow. and, and it gives you permission to start the story over. Wow. Oh, I wish I could go back and do it. Well, I mean, you can on your own, but not here. Wow. Wow. I fucked around and found out. There really wasn't much happening in Batwing Hall in this no, story. No, I'm disappointed that we didn't get any witch or mummy. We got we got some pretty ridiculous stuff that doesn't make any sense. We got a sense. two-headed two-headed monster, a monster library, a swamp thing. I got turned into a bat. Wow. Yeah, what? Oh man, I wish I could go back. But that's how this is. That's how it is. That's how it goes trapped in Batwing Hall. You chose and we got to hear what? 3 of the 20 scary endings, right? At least three, maybe more. Yeah, just three. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Up next is the deadly experiments of Dr. Eek. Eek with three E's. Um, I don't know if we'll be doing that one next or we'll be doing triple header coming up, but just like stay tuned or whatever. Do you promise? Yes. So that's our third Give Yourself Goosebumps. We had Escape from Car- Escape from the Carnival of Horrors, TikTok You're Dead. Just remember that one? TikTok You're Dead was such a bust. Escape from the Carnival of Horrors, I feel... I don't... I feel like... Did I die really... I barely remember that one. I don't know why. Yeah. I was drunk when we recorded TikTok Your Dad. I mean, it was so fast. Yeah, it was just like in New York and time traveling yes. and like little brother stuff. This was so, this was my favorite so far. Was trapped. Yes, I think it's my favorite so it's, far too. I mean, I, I keep wanting to say bad shit, and I'm not trying to make a pun, but like so much crazy shit went down, and like there's really so much in this dirty old book. So dirty. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. And um, if you want to say hi, you can. Welcome to deadcast at gmail.com or me on Instagram is Daniel X Montgomery or on Twitter is Daniel Montgomery. My Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. My Twitter is Eugene. My TikTok is Matthew Scott Montgomery. Oh, that's right. And, uh, but but mostly you can just find me in the Monster Library reading books forever and ever forever to these two-headed monsters. The oh my god, I, that's what I got. I wonder if I'm going to make it out of um, Dr. Eat's lab. We'll see. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, we'll see if you survive all those deadly experiments that may or may not happen to you. I guess we'll find out. I bet they won't if you dare. There's a
something that could 